0: Welcome back, folks, to the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. It is my pleasure today to have Alan Karen, VP of Sales. Alan,
1: yes, yes, VP
0: of Sales of Satco Products in studio with me. Hey, Greg, how's it going?
2: I'm good. Good to have you. So Thanks, before Alan. we start the
0: show, great we had here. we had a great. We just finished a great podcast with Alan. But before we start it, we want to tell you that this episode of the show is brought to you by the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors, of which all of us are members. Yes. And of course, this episode is brought to you by SATCO s-a-t-c-o dot com baby that's satco.com we do the light thing we do the right thing baby michael who's better than you <laughs> ah! what's up alan <laughs> tell us about this new product all,
1: all is good all is good well it was great greg michael thank you for having me here sure. today it's just uh it's great it's great i'm um, glad to be here so um satco is introducing um everyone's familiar with the high pro lamps sure that really what um the very technical term of corn cobs sure so this has been not not only for Satco but um, for the industry very very popular category of product replacing mm-hmm. high intensity discharge sure. lamps, whether it's metal halide, high pressure sodium, mercury vapor, but it's also replaced some high wattage CFLs. Mm-hmm. And this has a mogul base, but some of the medium base have replaced high wattage incandescent lamps. Sure. So you're getting over 80% energy saving. What's unique about this is, and this can be used indoor, outdoor. Great for wall packs, shoebox fixtures, high bay fixtures. Sure. But you have the ability to control the direction of the light. So this available in three different color temperatures, 27, 4, and 5. <clears throat> um, it actually um, actually, 70 watts puts out over 10,000 lumens, 50,000-hour mm-hmm. life on it, um, and a five-year warranty. There you go, so the nice thing is in a high bay fixture, you have the ability... To take this product, and if there's a reflector inside, you can have light going up and down. You
0: know what I like about this product? Tell me. Right off the bat. So, uh, I like that it's mechanically adjustable. Now, what I mean by that is there's no button to push... There's nothing, the electrician can screw it in and flip it to the direction he needs to flip it to. Right. And that is very intuitive, actually. Because some other things where you have to turn a screw thing or a knob or you got to get into like a a nut, oh, I don't have this type of hex head in my box. Right. That's very, that's actually really, really good. And the way it does it, it goes back and forth with good product. So,
1: so what's interesting also is if you were going to put this into a shoebox application, You also have to realize that you have to be able to screw it into the fixture, right? Sure. So you have the ability now. It's almost the shape of sort of a traditional HID lamp, right? So then once you screw it in, and what's also interesting is it has a ratcheted socket. Okay. So once you screw it in, then you can point it so that your light... Is actually heading all down when you're doing a horizontal installation on it.
0: Dark sky friendly, right there.
1: So, the other part of it is there are, and we do have some accessories coming. So, we are going to have an app on this where you're going to be able to put it in the center of this, where and it'll work off your phone for motion sensing, photocell. So, that's and this is brand new, so this isn't out yet. Um, Not so, even
0: on the website. Unveiled first on the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast, folks. Only for only for Michael and Greg. Yeah, you know. So and, so. The, and our and our wonderful audience. So <laughs> yes, folks, yes, yes. Go to satco That's s a t c o dot com, baby. That's satco.com. We do the right thing. We do the right thing. Hey, folks. We're here in studio with Alan Karen from Satco. Hello, Alan. Good morning, Michael.
1: Good morning, Greg. Oh, there he doesn't even need to be morning, asked. Alan. Oh.
0: I'm here. <laughs> he knows I'm how excited.
1: to do it. I'm excited to be here. Here I am. I show up at Atlas Lighting, and, and
0: uh, now I'm in the studio. You're in studio. Yeah, I dragged him in here. I showed him uh, you know, the humble abode, introduced him to the peeps, and, and now we're, I said, the, now the final, the piece de resistance is uh, you got to sit down in the studio. We're going to get Greggy on the phone, and we're going to record a show.
1: All right, excellent. Excellent. So, right.
0: so we were talking a little bit as we were walking around, and I was listening to you about how much has changed in the last six years, Alan it's really incredible actually. incredible
1: you know it's it's, um, it's very interesting um, you know being you know being part of nailD and being a privately owned entity um, gives create creates a lot of challenges but also creates a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. not not only not only being uh, nimble as a company and being able to uh, react quick to market changes but gives you opportunities not that i would ever knock any competitor but when you look at some of the larger companies that are within the lighting industry you know it's not so easy for them to turn the ship mm. and for us um the, we don't have a lot of levels of management or hierarchy in our company um it's a very open company and you know from when we started out and i'm i'm going on my 25th year with satco now and it, wow yeah, congratulations it, thank you thank you and and uh, it it just seems like yesterday but um, you know, we were always this more of a value branded company, sure. And a large percentage of our business was focused on specialty light bulbs. We were always into electrical accessories, and we actually still do provide several thousand SKUs of products that can be used to manufacture lamps, from candle covers sure, to yes. sockets. That's right. Yeah, I noticed that. On the um, site. And still a good business for us. But what's interesting is where, let's say, lamps were ninety-five percent of our sales eight or nine years ago. Today, my business is almost split fifty percent on fixtures wow. or luminaires, and fifty percent on lamps. Huh. So oh, that's that, that's something I want to yeah dive into for sure. Okay. But what year was Satco started? Uh, Satco was started in nineteen sixty-six.
2: Okay, so for. I can't do math real quick but 50 some years 95% of it was lamps.
1: Yeah, 47, 46 years something like that pretty quick. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes.
2: And then and then now it's going to about 50-50. And It is. Do you feel that's a do you feel that's a right move or do you think replaceable components and lamps are a better move for people upgrading to LED right now? So
1: so, so what's interesting is um it is I, I don't know if it's whether it's the right or wrong move. It's the necessary mm-hmm. move. You know, what's interesting is that as a company today and, and both of you own companies that, that are in competitive industries with with emerging technology and LED and everyone wants to be in that arena, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we still support and a lot of your business is still on legacy product. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're as a company, as long as we're allowed to manufacture, whether it's incandescent, halogen, fluorescent, HID, we're happy to supply that product. We're happy to supply whatever product a consumer or distributor or project needs, as long as it's the right product for the right application. Um, you know, the, the term out there, the sockets are going away, the rush to the socket. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the. We still, sell a, we still provide a lot of T12 lamps out in the marketplace. I believe it. I believe it. And, and I think as a lighting distributor today, um, as the way I look at the business, you need to be a resource. So I want to mm-hmm. be able to give the options out there. So if someone's looking to replace the entire fixture, mm-hmm. I want to have that fixture available. Sure. Now, you do have a lot of people that say, well, I want to replace the fixture, but I don't want an integrated LED in there. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have options in changing the lamps. Okay, I want to be the, the manufacturer that can provide mm-hmm. them that solution. If someone wants to just do a retrofit, whether they're you know still up switching from a fluorescent to a T-LED, whether they're doing plug-and-play sure. or a ballast bypass, I want to be able to supply them that. If they still want to replace that T8 or T5 in a fluorescent, I want to be able to
0: supply that. Well, you know, you said you talked about the uh, – I think it was – do you remember Alan Nelkin? Sure, of course. Great guy. Yes. Like I loved. I never bought anything from Halco, okay. okay. Cause uh, you know, it just didn't ever, it, the, the relationship couldn't grow. It okay. Just, but we were good friends. I enjoyed his company and, and he was on the board with me of Nailed. And he was the first person to say to me, it was the race for the socket. Now, I don't know if he made it up, if he made that up, but he was the first person to say that to me. And I think in 2019, it's a race from the socket now. Because there's so many people that are like, whoa, who put that in there? I'm out of here. It's burning out or whatever. (laughs) This idea, like that race to the socket was like this collective um, uh, cascade bias that flowed through the industry that there's never going to be replacement lamps again. Once you put this bulb in there, that's it. It's over. Once you put this fixture, you're never going to think. And so now what we're seeing, I think, is a kind of hangover from that. We've lost a lot of people in the business. There's lots of dead bodies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the it, 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 like so. Is it time for Satco to step over some of those dead bodies? Well,
1: you, you you know what you know what's interesting in all of this. Um, you know, I, I turn around and I look at this business, and it's become challenging for all of us. But mm-hmm. there's a tremendous amount of opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael, we we were talking before, and you know where I really lived in the lamp world my entire life. And I could remember battling on an A-19 over a half a penny. Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure. It's, it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. interesting when you think about that today. Um, <laughs> sure. and, and, Greg, when you, when you talk about our fixture business, um, and we're both mm-hmm. in two categories of fixtures. So we're on the commercial slash industrial sure. end of it. And we're on the decorative end of it, and um, we've always been in decorative product. But in '05, we launched our brand nouveau lighting, and that's what all of our lighting is under today, and that's what's about 50% of our business. Um, and the decorative is great; we love that multifamily, the homeowner. Sure, um, you know a good, better, best offering. The commercial end of it, which was interesting, is that you know a large part of our business there, and a larger part of our fi- out of that 50%. A larger part of that percentage is in flat panels and center basket lay-ins and, and uh you know, it's the troffers. it's it's incredible. So I, I think the market has changed um and, and everyone has an opportunity if you work hard. Sure. And and you develop the relationships. I happen to think, you know, you look at your businesses today, I just think that there's a huge, huge amount of opportunity to, you know, number one be able to digest the information. Um, be able to get the information out to your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the days of, and I don't want to say, hey, when you had the major brands out there and they own the specification. You know, today mm-hmm. when a company like Satco, and we're actually at the Energy Star Partner Conference right now in Charlotte, wow. we have several people there. But when you look at the Resi side, we have Energy Star on as many products as we can get. And then when you go to the commercial side, we go after that DLC Design Lighting Consortium. Mm-hmm going on as well and what's also interesting is today for us as a company where actually we have a couple of people at NEMA Okay, and I will tell you that 10-15 years ago we wouldn't have been at the table with NEMA I don't think but today we're at the table and they're actually listening to us about hey these are the things that as a manufacturer we're experiencing within hmm. the marketplace so it's it's I, I have to tell you whether it's 25 years or five years it, it's exciting it's it's a lot of yeah. opportunities out there.
2: Now you've got the decorative fixtures, and, and I, I get that you have to do the Energy Star. And typically, when you do a decorative fixture, it's Energy Star, it's a built-in LED. But I love sockets, screw-in okay. sockets that you can replace, and, and you can still do them. And, and this is not necessarily an avatorial for Nouveau, but you guys do a great job of that because you actually have the option. You say, here's your built-in version, that's Energy Star, right? or here's your incandescent socket, and screw an LED in. And that's what I do probably nine times out of ten for customers of mine.
0: I just so, did a I just did an work. apartment building um <clears throat> unfortunately it wasn't Nouveau, but it would have been a product new. But next I, time you yeah. can <laughs> So they the guy was sitting to me and he, he he comes to me he's like I'm sick of these he had these um Remember those faux alabaster glass fixtures that with the little thing you pull out that were super popular like 15 years ago? Everybody had those. I don't okay. know. It was like the hot thing, faux alabaster glass, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So he had a bunch of those in his building with, uh, you know, a double twin tube, two double twin tubes in them or whatever. And he's like, I'm so sick of these damn CFL ballasts. I want to go LED. I don't want to change any more light bulbs, right? And da-da-da. so he's got a bunch of different guys in there <clears throat> and uh, he's got these purpose built fixtures with the array. And I said, you know what, man, if you're being honest with me, don't, I, g- I agree with, you. if we're going to be honest here, I agree with you on, the, on the, on the ballast, but you're going to have burnouts on that LED eventually too, if you're running a 24 seven in a con in a, in right. a, in an apartment building corridor oh, for sure. Right. And it's, and it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be a lot harder than buying those two CF 26 ballasts with the screws on the back. You know what I'm talking about, Greg? They're yeah, not, they're going to be very difficult to find right. parts. You're better off with a screw and socket and that is the right solution for that guy. Now I don't know if it's always the right solution, no. but for for him for his problem, that was the right solution. So I agree with you. I want to I want to I want to ask you something here because I actually um I'm going to change a little gear away from technology and talk more about where the the industry is at. Craig coaches football, right? Mm-hmm. He's a football coach. Okay, I'm a hockey coach. Yep. Well, do you coach any sports for your kids or anything like that?
1: I I, I am an avid soccer fan. for bo- For both of my for both of my <laughs> kids. So. Okay,
0: so when I coach when I coached hockey for my kid, and you'll recognize this from football and soccer as well, I would tell my son and the other players on the team, I'd say, you know what? Don't w- be in your position defensively, but when you're on offense, look for the seams. And my son would be like, what's a seam? And I said, a seam is a break in the defense. It's a place where you can move through at full speed or that the, the, the play can glide through and the defense will collapse in behind it. Right. Look for the seams. There is a ton of seams in the lighting business there, right There now, are. Like that are just opening up like this. And they, they kind of open and they close. And But if you time it right, like say start a podcast on lighting in 2016, you can blast through a seam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm serious. Like I'm you with can ya. blast right through a seam, and next thing you know, whatever happens, what is the, where is Satco's seam? Because I I I think that there's a um a a real place for one of the nailed vendors that's been around a long time that's been in that sort of tier two category, right. like a Satco below the big three. There, I think there's a huge seam for there, people yeah. just to drive right into that gap. So so it's interesting it's it's interesting
1: you brought up the tier one tier two, so I could remember early what, tier on, six I'm i I could remember early on in this business that you know I would go to some of these associations, sure um nailed was different obviously because in the day that was the independent lighting distributor, sure um as well as the innovative lighting distributor today, but I could go to an n a d and actually go into a distributor and they would tell me. I'm a single source lamp supplier. I don't buy lamps from any other companies. Sure. If someone said that today, y- you can't do that today. It's impossible to do that. Very today.
0: difficult. Man. Um, yeah. I-,
1: I will tell you also, at Satco been very fortunate to gain placement in buying groups um, with some of the larger worldwide electrical distributors that we have programs with and Because of the changes in the business out there where you mentioned we absolutely, not that I want to be tier two to anyone, but we really have moved in to a tier one position. And what's interesting about this business is, you know, years ago, as much as it really didn't change, you know, we had an incandescent bulb, 125-year-old technology that didn't change, Um, it's flipped today. You know, the days of what you do for your customer, we have to do for the distributor. If we 're not turning around and being willing to drop ship or break a case pack or sure. just just you know source things for you that's sure. a big thing that we do today. I think some of the larger companies um became very rigid in how they did their business and then passed that rigidity down to the distributor. And I think because we, we came in with a new approach that, hey, we understand what you need to do for your mm-hmm. business and, and, and that's how it's evolved today. And then listen, obviously, you know, the, the, the LED changed everything and you know, it's if you have those designations from qualifying your product for testing, mm-hmm. w- what's the difference today? So and, and also with all due respect to you know, a G Phillips and Sylvania, those names aren't out there in the market today. So mm-hmm. you're buying a Lead Vance or a Signify or undercurrent. Sure. So um, it's just a different marketplace. Totally.
2: So yeah, brand isn't doesn't seem to be <clears throat> excuse me, as important as it used to, but I, I still feel there is value in it. And that's what I guess I'm going to ask you. We'll bring some real-world experience here, Alan, is that um, I had a customer today that I talked to that kind of is indicating they're going to go towards another company. And I know this company is importing product direct from China and slapping their name on it. And it's not a name brand, no, nothing that's going to be backed. If there are issues down the road. So as a distributor trying to sell a quality product like a Satco, how can we go to our end users and, and define what the quality product is? How, how a Satco brand is different than an
1: import? So Give us I, your, your spiel on that. Okay, good. Uh, you know, and, and we battle this. It's very interesting in working for sure. a company that's 54 years old. Um, it's interesting when I... I think it starts with that. Well, that, that's a key point. Yeah. I, and, and, and one yeah. of it, what's interesting is sometimes being in the, working for a company that, um, by the same ownership also, because you brought sure. up a company before where there's been a lot of consolidation and equity investment groups. Mm. And, you know, we still have the same values from when our founders started the company. So. Being in business 54 years is one thing, and what's a little frustrating for me is sometimes I have to now defend myself against some other company that's been around for six months at some sort of price. I actually shared a scenario with Michael this morning when he was nice enough to give me a tour of his operation here, You know that there was a very well-known company out there that provided product that had a niche in the market, got specced. It was impressive, the job that they did, but they're no longer in business, and now Mm -hmm. the distributor… He had nothing to do in the sale of it. He didn't specify it, but he did do business with the end user, and the end user came to him to get that product. Now the product's failing. The manufacturer's no longer available. And if that distributor Mm -hmm. wants to continue to have a relationship with that end user, Mm -hmm. it's out of his pocket. The specifier is nowhere to be found anymore. And that's the big struggle out there. I think any customer, the people that come to you to to buy product – The first thing is they're buying from you because of the business that you have, your reputation, your knowledge, um, how long you've been around. Mm -hmm. Um, Greg, I don't know how long you've been around, but 1977 since for Atlas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a big, 91. So, so that's, that in itself. How many of these other companies, these other 21 sure. companies around here, yeah. h- how many of them are in business for oh, five less years?
0: Less, less, all, none of them have been in you,
1: you know, you know the amazing
0: thing is? None of them how, have been in Canada for five years. How many companies
1: offer warranties for a
0: longer period of time than they've been oh, in business? So, We've been in business for 377,000 hours. Right, right. How you like them apples? So, for, so for, you're for, way for, past for, the 50,000
1: hour. Um, so I think it comes down to your relationship with your distributor and then the relationship that you have with your suppliers you know for us mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting we we have a new tagline at the company um we do the light thing yeah. we do the right thing and i, I have to tell this you this guy's
0: going into a full blown sack I know ad- i know sorry about that <laughs> right. well well you, you keep asking
1: me these things and you know but it goes back to kind of have well, to relate it yeah. yeah well you know it's through it's 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 25 years what do you want me to do but but yeah. it's always you know your customer has to know that hey it's not about the price it's it's about listen you got to be competitive in the marketplace um you have to offer quality products and you have to be there that if there is an issue that you're going to do the right thing to take care of it whatever the cost
2: right and then another issue i run into is is the apples to apples comparison of product too because so all the product can look similar right. on cut sheets and on, on pictures but there are a lot of differences and and really to point those out i think is is what's important is dive in and figure out if the company has a legit a legitimate cut sheet. Right. So on that question now, what is on a legitimate cut sheet? What should we be looking for from manufacturers? What uh, characteristics should a product have that we need to know?
1: TM thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, I will tell you in our um you know we we've, we've as a company and I think all companies today need to invest a lot in data. Uh, I mean that's that's Mm -hmm. first and foremost because just because of how electronic everything how how electronic everything is coming and um, I I think the electrical industry has a little bit of um, not the best reputation. No, the electrical
0: industry is is the uh, the electrical components and plumbing industries are like fifteen years behind every other industry in terms of online presence and sales. But there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And what? And what's that? What's- it, the, the lighting is an co- incredibly complicated world, mm. and it's made intentionally complicated. No, it's, I I it's- think
1: it was made intentionally complicated to preserve <laughs> certain manufacturers' yes. products within. How, uh, long, okay.
0: how long did the big three resist NEMA standardization of the lamp coats? Right. How long did they resist that? Like it's so obvious. like the, the ballasts are all NEMA standard, right, like right, fluorescent right, ballasts, right. right? And the lamps are made, but oh baby, there's a difference between this and They all had their own like, nomenclature. Yeah, I yeah, gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Like I gotcha. this was intentionally done in order to confuse the market and, and resist resist commoditization.
1: I don't know, Greg. For for, for, for us and but I think, no,
0: now we're in a, now we're no. in an age of commoditization,
1: right? I, I I think so. I mean, you're you're getting. Listen, you you every, everyone's going to have the color temperature, the life, the warranty, um, the wattage, <laughs> the color temperatures. Um, I I think yeah, you know, there's a basic amount of information, and as well as all the icons. Every, everyone really is doing as many, you know, whether it's rated for fully enclosed fixtures, whether it's energy star, whether it's dimmable, whether it's damp or wet location. So I, I think there is a standardization going on. Um, and as much, we, we want to try to provide as much information on a specification sheet as well as, you know, we as a company. And I think now because of the technology, just embracing IES files. Sure. You know, that's important as well. But yeah, I, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're also, we're also in the electronics industry. You know, we didn't, you know, there, there were, you know, it wasn't where you were dealing with UL on an incandescent lamp years ago. And, and now, you know, whether it's UL, ETL, um, and then the quality, whether, whether you're going to have CSA. So it's, um, it, it's, it's very important to have all that information. I think anyone in the business, they, they're, they're, they're going to be doing that as well.
0: Okay. So. I got so I'm typing up questions here for you. Okay, I, I just got so many. I don't even know where to start. No, the first thing I want to say is like you talked about the electronics business. Okay, and from 2000, um, so I have a BlackBerry. Okay, okay. So everybody, everybody always says like, oh, BlackBerry screwed up and BlackBerry got killed by Apple. And let's face it, BlackBerry killed Goliath sixteen times in a row. They took out Palm Pilot, Ericsson, Nokia. Right. Um, ma- qual- major U.S. and foreign European companies. A little tiny company in Waterloo. Okay, then they got smashed by g- the Goliath of Steve Jobs. Hey. Other people got smashed by that guy as well. But from two thousand and six, from the release of the iPhone to about two thousand fourteen, we saw major innovation in this space. Massive changes. Things got better and better and better. And then I think from in lighting, from two thousand thirteen or two thousand eleven till today, we have just had a massive influx of innovation. Absolutely. Like crazy amounts of changes. Like how many different versions of a T eight have there been since two thousand and twelve? Right. I mean think that's that is Crazy, and then you mix into that Johnny Come Lately in the Lighting Marauders, okay? Which you know we we interviewed one the other day on the podcast. You know he knows everything <laughs> about lighting because he went to China last week. Okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I him Johnny Come Lately in the Lighting Marauders. You no, know, I know yeah. Right? They join the party and they leave and all that sort of stuff. Did they sing while he did he sing while he was here? <laughs> uh, he was actually he was a, a thing. He, he yeah. You know what he he did he did a, he did a little song and dance for us, but okay. he got smashed because. He ran into, you know, and this is my point was that, Alan, everybody has the paper with the stuff written on it, right? I got my paper. This is what it says. Look at what my paper says, but they don't have the soul, brother. They don't. They don't have the soul, you know? And I feel like that's what the companies like Satco are. They have the soul in the business, deep roots, long time committed to lighting, and these guys fly in here and they have the paper looks the same and everything looks the same. And but I don't think that's the to me that like that's where the the customer somehow we have to show our true colors our our commitment to this industry to the customers and that's where the distributor vendor relationship is so key
1: I, I, I absolutely i think i think also you know you talk about relationship we've advanced so much in technology today and that between emails and texting mm. you know um you know listen i I've been doing this a long time. Maybe I'm a bit old school. I didn't think I'd get to the point where I'm old school. um I travel a lot for the sure. simple reason that I think the face to face is important. I think that totally. you know when I can look at both of you and I can shake your hand when I come in the door sure. and I can meet the staff here, they know that there's someone behind the company, and I think our business through um perseverance, hard work um showing up and following up sure um that that's the differentiating factor that's out there. Mm. It, it just and then and then I think, but you still have to run your business. You know, you have people outside sure. showing up at, at customers' doors. You know, you know, you have to have stock on product.
0: You got Sharon there making outbound calls to right. people. Hey, you want to, you know, fifty percent energy savings, more light in a government rebate. You want to, you want us to come by, <laughs> this kind of stuff all day long, right?
1: I, I I think I think you know it was very interesting. We'll bring it not to bring it like if if you were to bring up Jeff from AM Electric, right? And I know. Greg for a long time and it was exciting to see Jeff at Nailed you know I really hadn't met him before and it's like he got that next gen in there and I thought hey listen this guy he can he can do this business like his dad did it you know and go out there and probably take it to the next level and that's what you know that's what successful family privately next generation businesses do and they learn from the founders of there's, there's a roots to the business and it's great to embrace the technology, sure. but you still can't forget that, hey, you got to go out there and knock on some doors and show up and make someone feel comfortable that, hey, you know what? I, I can do business with this guy and he's going to be available.
0: You, you know, it's, you hear about, you, you ever heard the term artificial lighting? You ever heard that? Artificial lighting? Like people talk about this is artificial lighting. And then Dr. Jennifer Veach comes in here and says, there's no artificial light. There's only electric light. There's nothing okay. There's nothing artificial, right? And it's either light or it's not, right? But then you hear this like term like artificial intelligence, right? You hear something like that. And you think like, I don't need artificial intelligence. You know, what you need is to be able to press hands together with another person sometimes, to look them in the eye. Uh, that can never be replaced it can't but that that's
1: only listen that's the original way of doing business that's how it started i think it needs to be still a component of it mm-hmm. but i do think you have to embrace the technology to try to mm-hmm. take the business to the next level cuz you know you just you just can't live on what did work so, if, if AI can add some value into it, if an email or a text, sure. hey, Michael, I text you when I land and I'm going to be over here. Sure. You know, I didn't have to call you on the phone to get to the receptionist, to get yeah, to, sure. you, you, you know. We're so. in a
0: technology hyper zone. You're sitting with, in a podcast studio looking at Greg in Minneapolis hi, hi. right now in real time. It seems what like he's different. right here. Hey, seriously. <laughs> like, it's pretty incredible, actually.
1: In, in fact, he's ahead of us
0: an hour. Yeah, exactly. That's right, <laughs> something like. Or behind, or behind us now. Behind, 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 behind us. Behind us. Yeah. He's always yeah. behind That's us.
1: Yeah. yeah. he's always a little. <laughs> okay. You know, Alan. Uh, Greg, you
0: got anything else for Alan? Hey,
1: you want you want to know? You know, we spoke on technology, and you yeah. brought up the BlackBerry. Sure. And when you when you initially, and I was a BlackBerry guy. I liked when you pushed those buttons on there. It took me a. It took me. I then went to a Droid. Sure. And I support an iPhone, Apple Watch today because my tech guy in the office is Apple and. I need to be connected, and if there's an issue, I need them to be able to fix it. But I will tell you, par lamps. Like when you were talking about BlackBerry and how far technology has come, mm-hmm. the par lamp is—we sell it today like twenty percent of the price that we sold it seven, eight years ago. A par lamp, sure, and that's across all. All um, verticals or, sure. or uh, of t- types of lamps that were, you know whether it was you know the corn cobs sure. or whether it's the tubes. So that in itself, just managing that end of that curve, to be able to filter through product.
0: This to bring is next where you're talking about the electronics in. business. So what do you know about the electronics business? Every eighteen months, the price go- goes in half and the performance goes up. Right. By fifty percent, the price goes down by fifty percent.
1: It, it seems like every three have months we, in our industry. Okay, ha, about, but, you know, <laughs> have we bo-
0: have we bottomed out on that
1: though? No, I don't think so. I I still think I still Is think there's another twelve to. I, I, I mean, A lamps are, are pretty low. You know, your A lamps now are less than are less than where CFLs are at. Um, you know, I I still think there's some enhancements, improvements. Um, I, I guess some manufacturing efficiencies I that can still be I think there's a lot captured. to
0: learn about making electric light still. A lot.
1: I think so. Right. And you got OLEDs, which I'm, I'm not versed in at all, yeah, but sure. that's the next stage. We once... have
0: all the scientists come in here that want to come on the show. We love scientists. And one of the things we're talking about is uh, uh, the infrared created by incandescent is actually has a significant amount of health benefits. Right, And it's like, what the heck? I could, that guy came in and said that to us. And it's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, the spectrum goes like this. Some of it's visible. Some of it's not. But all the light still hits you. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't right. affect you. right? And it's like, ah, it's kind of like your soul. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it ain't there. It doesn't mean it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be cared for. Alan, Karen, thank you for coming in studio, man. Thank you for coming it, to visit it's, me. It,
1: my pleasure. Greg, th- thank you. Michael, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This, this was great. Yeah, Appreciate it. Was fun it as heck. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening, folks. But you got to go to satco.com. That's S-A-T-C-O.com, baby. We do the right thing. We do the light thing. Greggy, come on, man. Tell us about this new product that Alan's holding on to right here. That thing
2: was pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I just learned about it today on the show, as as did a lot of other people. But what I like about it, in addition to what was talked about before, the adjustability is awesome, but it can fit just about every outdoor fixture there is. Because what do you have outdoor? You have area lights. You have wall packs. You have floods. You have recessed cans. That thing can go in a recessed can. You sure. flip that upside down, that's a power lamp. You cut out the HID, you turn it like that, and what do you got?
1: It's a power lamp. Put it in a recessed can. You got can. a down
2: light. So
1: Greg, do perfect, perfect. So, you know, just as everyone knows, these high-pro lamps... Um, technically known as corn cobs within sure. our industry, sure. um, really have just uh, tremendous en- energy savings, high lumen output, indoor outdoor usage, instant on, fifty thousand hour l- life, five year warranty, and the beauty on this, as Greg said, is you know it just about fits anywhere.
0: Beautiful. Awesome. And folks, remember this: this show is really the soul. This comes from the soul of an association that all three of us belong to. And that association is called the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. If you're listening to this and you're a lighting distributor, and what a lighting distributor is, is somebody who has stock of light bulbs in a warehouse and sells them wholesale or to the general public on the order desk, counter sales, or over the internet. So if you do that and you're listening to this and you're not a member of this association, your voice is not at the table. So that means you need to go to neild.org and need to sign up and join Nailed. And you can meet the wonderful people at Satco, like Alan Karen, and you can meet all of our other vendors and the, all the other members, and then we can start to build an industry consensus from the lighting distributors, from people who are, sell light bulbs every day. And that voice is needed now more than ever. So if you think you don't need to be a member of Nailed, you're wrong. This is your association and you're not in it you need to join so go to naild.org and of course we thank Alan Karen for coming on the show Alan Michael for Greg thank
1: you so much uh, this was great uh, love doing it and uh, can't wait to do it again
0: yes for sure that's S a t c o s-a-t-c-o.com we do the right thing we do the light thing thanks for listening folks On the rectory wall, there's a sign there for all. If you are lost, the Lord is there to find you.